Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is done! There we go, 40 minutes to a title. David Blue to three. On the mark, David Blue! Wow. Now Spinelli's driving inside. Look for the alley! EuroLeague Sweet 16, exactly what you need. As ever, we are up on SoundCloud and we are, of course, uh, on wherever you get good podcasts. So be sure to search for EuroLeague Sweet 16 to subscribe and get the episodes as soon as they drop. Hello, hello, and once again, hello, and welcome to EuroLeague Sweet 16. As ever, I'm Moshe from the website formerly known as Team Scott, and with me, as usual, the lovely Mr. He Got the Look, Dave Hine. Hi, Dave. How you doing? Hello, hello, hello again. <laughs> so coming back from other realms of of say European basketball, European basketball of of teenage mutant ninja basketball players. Yeah, how was your week or previous week? Uh, you know, I ask. I was I was on the uh, so Bayern. Byron hosted the AJT in Munich, mm-hmm. and um, and I was interviewed at the beginning of every day on their Twitch program. They had it on Twitch and stuff, and they interviewed me every day in the morning. and I, And the first day, I, you know, I said, "This is like your, um, this is like your, you know, whatever, like your, you know, like your home court." And I was like, "Yeah, this is like this is like Christmas for me, you know." Uh, it's just it's just fun, you know. And when we did we changed up a little bit this the coverage this this time around. It was um it was a live blog and so we didn't do game reports. So I didn't I wasn't hammering away hammering away at my my uh laptop all the whole time. So I was able to kind of just uh you know walk around and you know sit with scouts and you know shoot the shit and just watch players, which is something that I really don't have a chance to do often when I'm just pounding away and so it was fun. It was great, you know, and uh, some really, really fantastic players. And, um, you know, there's there's a couple of guys. Yeah, I mean, actually, actually a couple of guys that have already played for EuroLeague teams. Um, you know, like uh, Neoclis Avdalis has already made his debut last season uh, for Panathinaikos. I think Panathinaikos could maybe have their their sort of uh, fall, uh, sort of small forward, power forward, Alexandro Simontarov, uh, uh, maybe make his debut I'd imagine sometime this year um uh, Milan has a little guard I don't know if he's gonna get minutes in the year league but he's already had a couple of minutes and you know, Milan Bayern. needs a guard period I'd say. yeah but he's he's not he's not he's not there yet so he's right, okay there. I mean um, so you talked scout Real Madrid Real Madrid I can oh. imagine Hugo Gonzalez uh you know getting actually sometime a minute or two here in the year league uh you know he's already played I think three or four games in the BC, uh, in the ACB so Great, you know, Real Madrid uh, continued their domination of this competition. They won their 10th straight qualifying tournament, and so they'll be at the Divas Next Generation Tournament Finals at the Final Four. And, as ever. Uh, as as ever. As ever, yeah. So it was fun. It was great. You know, it was great seeing people. And, and so, yeah, uh, I think the games, if they're not yet, they will be soon on demand on uh, EuroLeague's um your uh youtube channel so go check them out and uh yeah so fun okay so before we uh we talk about scouts and talents and whatnot it's time to go to to the uh most inaccurately named segment in all of sports and entertainment today it is time for the four minute warning 
Four minutes to get through all the action that just happened in EuroLeague. It's the four-minute warning. And as we got Emmett to uh, commit to yet, like, I don't know, 12 more seasons of the show, uh, and, and Aris is nearing a contract extension, finally. Did you sign it? Did, did the EuroLeague Sweet 16 sign Emmett to a 12-year extension? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure he's fully aware of it yet, but I, I guess oh. by the time he listens to it, he will. He will be. Oh, oh. Hopefully, uh, your like Sweet 16 didn't overspend on him. I mean, listen, it, it's uh, equal. I'm not part- saying he's not worth it, but. Uh, it's an equal partnership kind of thing. So, you know, whatever we make, we divide it equally between the members, which obviously, you know, we divide the love between all four <laughs> or five guys. Uh, uh, long story short, though, you know, you mentioned talking to scouts and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of. It's an interesting take because, you know, from our line of work to the line of work that we used to do, uh, it takes somewhat of a rewiring to a certain extent, uh, if if that makes any sense. I mean, from watching a game for, uh, say, commentary purposes or broadcasting purposes or whatnot and watching the game uh, in order to write a report, as you once did and as I once did as well, it, it's it's kind of... It's different, but in what well, way? I mean, if you if you're if you're a scout at a game, you don't care about the score. You don't care who wins. You know you don't care. Oh, they made a run. You don't. None of that is means anything. You're just you're just sitting in, and and this is even an advanced. Uh, yeah, I guess a little bit of like an advanced scout for a pro team, looking at your opponent for the next time. You know, it's like, well, how does your how does a team play when they're down? You know, how does the team when they play up? But like, if you're just like a you know, even an NBA scout, you know, looking for maybe a guy and you know, besides the youth guys, but maybe also for somebody who, you know, um, you know, uh, like, you know, whatever, is it Bezinkov or whatever? I mean, okay, he doesn't really need to be scouted, but, you know, like some, you know, American who didn't get drafted, you know, but was pretty highly, you know, thought of and, you know, whatever, you know, you don't care about the result, you know, you're just looking at how he plays, you know, how he deals with situation and how he helps his teammates up. If he's on the bench cheering, you know, what happens when he gets taken out of the games, you know, stuff like that. Also, also guys that were playing in the NBA and got to Europe and are looking back because we know that these guys are usually on the top of the lists because because they got to the league for for obvious reasons. And it's like you're willing, not willing, you want to see, you want to follow them to see if they add anything different to their game if they you know become much more complete in, in a way and and i think you know you you mentioned the bench i think it's also like you know the moment that that your name's getting called uh, how fast it takes you like to even get to the you know to that point where you know coach calls you the way you react and go on you know go on a court um I mean, it's also, I mean, there's a lot of intangibles, a lot of, a lot of them that, you know, sometimes you need to, to watch. And, you know, for example, said that you made a mistake, right? You turned the ball over, you had a bad pass. So, I mean, sometimes guys will look, the scouts will look of how fast you recover. I mean, if you're, if you're going to let it get into you, you know, get, get you down and then you're getting all lazy going back to defense. Yeah, I mean, does does your head does your head go down or you know exactly. you make the pass or you keep your head up and you know clap your hands and stuff or, like that? Or 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 again, the moment you, you turn the ball over, if the team goes to a fast break, if you go and you try to do like a chase down D, and even if you get that, that's a huge plus. But you know, just like tips and 
whatever of, of what we were discussing. I'm just saying it's it's different. And even just having to do that after a, what, say, how how much time was it? How long ago was it that you did the previous turn, tournament? Was it in, in Belgrade, right? Yeah, Belgrade. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking a good few months. It's like rewiring yourself back into that. How do you do that? Oh, I mean, it's... Well, I mean, I, I did... I did. Um, I also did the Under-17 World Cup. I did that remotely from home, unfortunately. But I also did that. So, I mean, you know, for, for me, I mean, I've been doing it for so many years. It's just, you know, it's just fun to be back, you know. More it's, more it's getting yourself... Because I mean the the A and G T you're playing, they have six games a day on the Friday and Saturday, you know, and, and it's just like getting your getting your body and, and mind mentally prepared to go through that day of having your first game at nine and that second that last game start at like seven, you know, and just be ready to be there all day. Man, that that's hardcore, I'd say like straight up. And and after that, imagine. That scouts, I mean, they watch the games. They watch all these games. They make the notes, and then they have to go. Sometimes after. they're not at that last game if, if it's a if it's a bad game. If there's yeah, but nobody still. that they care about. I, <laughs> I don't know I how mean, many times I've had like that sixth game where like I'm like going to the only people in the gym, you know. No, but but seriously though, even if that's the yeah. case, like having yeah. to be there for five games and then you're not done, you have to go yeah. to meetings and then you have to go and you have to write down the reports after. I mean, this is legit a grind. Uh, yeah, that you know, after that third game, you're like, okay, cool, halfway through, and then like sort of that third quarter of the fourth of the fourth. Game, you're like, Damn, <laughs> I still got two more games, you know. Oh man, so that, yes, that, that boost yes. of like the Wednesday, the hump day, you know, you're like over the hump, and then you're like, yeah, but still, there's a long way home, you know. <laughs> Especially if like the last two games, like the last two games Saturday, if the last group has already been decided, you know, who's already going to be in the final is going to be in the first place game, you know? And so those last two games are totally meaningless. Oh man. It was, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, you know, for me, it's Christmas plus, you know, people are paying me to go watch basketball. I mean, it's like, it's a win-win. It's a win-win yeah. for sure. Uh, uh, there's, there's no complaints from myself. Oh, come on. How can we, I mean, seriously, having said all of that, I mean, You know, and, and four minutes and whatever. It, it's We had a few uh, say, I mean, come on. It, it was a decent EuroLeague week that yeah, more, I think it was more good, than I delivered. Think it was a good week. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, we both went three and six, which is really bad. But, you know, I, that, that Wait, also what now? Like, we, we went what now? I'm sorry? Three and six. You, you know, sure? Our picks. I, I think so. Did no, I, we went different. We didn't no. have the same picks. I know, but we both but we both went three and six. We both botched this week. I, Damn. You we, we both got Fenerbahce. Okay. And you got Maccabi over Alba. We of both course. got Virtus. Okay. We we both missed on Basconia. We both missed sure we on Valencia. We both missed on Bayern. We both missed on Shagiris. Wait, when's Vista? I, I picked I picked Olympiacos and you picked Real. You sure? And, yeah, I wrote them down. I wrote them down. And I usually go Olympiacos. That doesn't sound like me. I'll check it after. Well, I, go check it. But I wrote I it down. You picked Real. So I will. And so we're both three and six. So, you know, you, you got Maccabi over Alba, but I got Olympiacos over Real. So three I, and six. No, but what I was going to say is that, you know, 
um, that just kind of goes to the craziness that that has been. You know, we both picked Basconi at home over Barcelona, which, you know, I mean, Basconi had been playing really well at home. And, um, and uh, you know, so, you know, we, we both kind of saw that, you know, Valencia, you know, them going and, and beating Partizan, who had been on a roll. We both, um, you know, we both kind of were hedging and, you know, should we take Shagiris or not? And, you know, they end up winning a, 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 over Svezda. It just goes to the craziness that is right now in, in your league basketball. So. But now they are minus two more players. Jalgiris. Two more players. Yeah. Isaiah Taylor and Tyler Kavanaugh. Yeah. Now, Kavanaugh is long-term. Isaiah for, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I guess the, the, the saving grace is they didn't have Taylor that long. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. That, that, that is dark. That is dark. <laughs> I mean... I, I, it's it, it's Sorry, not that... fans, I know there are plenty out there so maybe I'm, I'm sure there's at least one or two listening you know it's I, it's a fantastic story I, I think Sergeyers is, is is one of the stories of the, of the year you know, what you know been able to do. it's it's not that far-fetched that we're gonna get an offer soon and honestly with the rate of their bad luck and how fast they're losing players I'm not that you know I'm not that high on on coming back from retirement Like, I'm not sure I want to leave, leave this mic <laughs> to step on the court. Because let's admit it. <laughs> I mean, you and I. I mean, gonna... I, look, I can go on the court and miss three-pointers like Real Madrid did. You know, so. Oh, come on. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> and neither one of us actually brought up the fact that out of how many losses Madrid got till now? Are they at, well, I, I didn't even know, but I think they're, aren't they at like five or six? Or six or seven? I think seven. I think. I think. Um, and actually we discussed that last week. Yeah, sure. That was like, you know, we were said how many, you know, yeah, they did are you find out, did you find out the record? Yeah, we talked was about it. it. We talked was about it. 10? It. Was it 10? I mean, I, 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 think, I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, so. there are seven. There's, there's four teams at seven. Okay. So here's the thing. Out of the seven losses that Madrid sustained, right? How many of them were to teams outside of the top eight? Probably not many. If you're, Uno. if you're, if you're. Just one. Just one? Yeah. Which which is a reason to maybe worry in a way because when every time they faced an opponent, you know, the majority of their losses came, you know, they lost to Barcelona. Who was the loss to? Virtus, the only one. And Virtus oh. are, you know, a team that we saw as contenders to make it at the top eight. Not that far-fetched that, that, that they will actually make it eventually. Yeah. But when you look at it, I mean, that is... They lost to uh like to pretty much everyone. They lost to Olympiacos twice. How many of those games? How many of those games were road games though? Probably mm -hmm. looks like most of them because they lost at Olympiacos. They no, lost... Olympia. They lost to Olympiacos twice. Yeah, okay, but they lost at Olympiacos. They lost at Chagiris, which is a, pl a playoff team right now. You said uh, they lost at uh, Barcelona. Um, who else? I said Chargiris. They lost at Basconia. They're also a playoff team. So they lost to Monaco at home. Yeah, they lost to Monaco at home. Uh, they lost to. Um, uh, well, you, we have Olympiacos as well. So that's, that's they, they also they have three home losses. Virtus, yeah. like from the sub, you know, uh, Virtus, Olympiacos, Monaco, and um, yeah, that's which, not which in this year, man. It's I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can claim you can say that, but you know. It's like 50, almost 50% of your entire losing, uh, your entire lost games came at home. 
and you're Real Madrid. You're not. But, supposed- if, you, but if you look at the the records, actually, they are tied. Well, I mean, they're tied for the most road wins at seven and four. Only only Barcelona at seven three is it has a better record. But otherwise, you know, they have they have the you know tied for the most wins. Yeah, come on, you know it's that. You know, it's, you know. But they but they are you know zero and one in overtime. <laughs> That's such an odd stat to have in the uh, in the standings. Um, point being is, you know, we where were we before we talked Madrid? Uh, that I shoot free throw. I I shoot. I can. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, can yeah, yeah. I can. I can miss. I can miss three pointers like, like Real Madrid. Yeah, I, I can make them. I think like I can still make them. I know. But, I know. I can't. So. But <laughs> but in all fair in all fairness, I will need a medical team on standby. After the first or second one, like the first, you know, a shot will go in and I will go down. I have zero doubt in my mind <laughs> that this is how it will, you know, fall down. Uh, all of us, by the way, like, you know, it's time to admit we're officially, uh, it's a good thing. You know, we're talking to a mic and not dribbling the ball on the court. No, oh, for, sure. for sure. For sure. You see, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a good thing. Uh, so, you know, we brought up Madrid. So let's talk Madrid. They come to the peace and friendship. Yeah, right. <laughs> they come to, and, and they receive anything but friendship nor peace. They get demolished. They get torn apart to pieces, if that makes any sense. Wink, wink. No, come on. It was a good one. I mean, it wasn't one of my best ones, but it's it's a good one. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just waiting to hear, hear where you, where you're going with it. You know, I mean, I mean, I would have expected them to put more of a fight. Simple as. I mean, the game looks different if they. I mean, you know, you shoot twelve percent. You know, you know, you that's you know that that from three point range. Um, you know, if you shoot and that was so they ended up being three of twenty five. You know, and like if you sh- even if you shoot like. Uh, you know, hell, I don't know. Heck, if you shoot, if you shoot six of twenty-five, you know, that's what six of twenty-five. It must be twenty-four percent. That's nine points, and uh, you know, they only lost by 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 by. I mean, then they would have only lost by four. You know, so then, you know, uh, they lost by thirteen. You know. No, I will not let you do that. If Alba didn't have that twelve-game losing streak, then they would have. <laughs> Right, hey man, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a good seven and one team or whatever. No, yeah, no. No, what I'm saying know. is, you expect they put up a fight. I mean, you know, it's you know, if you can't, if you can't, you know, and they, and their game is, you know, they do kind of need those three pointers um, to kind of loosen up the the inside play. You know, they have all those bigs, and you know that does give those bigs a little bit of room inside if you can, you know, get their, you know, get their, um, give them some space. And, no, you know, I, I get what you're saying. But I would have expected Madrid to play with a bigger sense of urgency for a very specific reason. Okay, smart money. Okay, says that Olympiacos potentially one of the final four teams this year. Okay, you can say. Okay, you can make a case that without this season is progressing, no team is a sure thing to wherever. Final four, I would say. I I think you can. I think you could probably say that. No yeah. Team okay. Is so secured. when you're playing a final four team. And you're a title contender, and you're the runner-up from last year. You got, yeah. no, you gotta bring it. You gotta bring it. This is how it works. 
It doesn't matter. I don't care. And there is something different, especially in that game. Like I'm, I'm saying, like you know, Real Madrid didn't bring it. Olympiacos brought it to them. If that makes any sense. And and it's something big. And I'm I'm not saying that Real Madrid won't bring it in 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 games to come. Like I'm definitely not saying it. Okay, Real. I definitely expect them to you know to demolish some teams in, in the near future. But when you're playing Anadolu, when you're playing Olympiacos, you know, you got to send a message, especially against those teams. I, you know, I think they were just hiding stuff. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just come on. Kidding. You better than this. Yeah, I know. I No, I mean, yeah. I'm, but come on. I mean, you also have to give Olympiacos credit, you know, you know. So when 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 have I exactly so I mean you can't you can't just put this up and say you know Real Madrid you know didn't no but Dave Dave Dave, Olympiacos is a pretty freaking darn darn good team too Dave it's not it's not fair what you're doing right now because when have I not I I know but that's what I I I know and and I know you're you're you've been one of the biggest Olympiacos guys even for the past this is the second season. That you're but, all over Olympiacos. Exactly. And this is yeah, why but, I expect Madrid to show up better. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah, well, maybe because, they couldn't, maybe they just couldn't do it. Maybe because you know the you know Bartzokas put together a great great a great game plan and and you know you had the bad luck where you only shoot 12%. You know, even if you you know, even if you make up, you know, whatever, you know, another 12%, you're still not there. But you know, I mean. I, I definitely tip my hat to the defense that, you know, Panathinaik, uh, that uh, Olympiacos has put together because, you know, I mean, that, that's, you know, to hold to hold Real Madrid to 60 points, that's that's a pretty, 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 you know, big. I think uh, I think it's a season low. I think it's a season low. Uh, might very well be. I'm looking right now. I would imagine it is. I don't think they've gone any for yeah, yeah, they, they had 68 at Bayern and that was the lowest. So. So now, yeah. it's, so now it's the second lowest. Yeah, no, 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 it's, no, it's the lowest. They had sixty-eight. No, I mean like the sixty-eight is now the second lowest. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, against against a great a great defense. So, you know, I, so I I, I and, guess I guess my and my to set the record is, straight, just to set the record straight, I love yeah. the roster Madrid has. I think, I really do think that when you look at. You know, I had this conversation with a very good friend of mine that visited uh, Israel not that long ago. And he was like, of all the EuroLeague teams, which one are you, you know, uh, which is the one that you really think that can go all the way? And again, immediately I said Olympiacos. And he's like, okay, that's interesting. Why? And I told him, listen, when you look at the roster, objectively, right, this is the most complete team, not necessarily the most talented team. They are obviously one of the most talented teams, but I'm saying they are the most complete team. Um, like, for example, you can say both about Real Madrid and Monaco that they are lacking somewhat at a point guard position. Like Madrid for sure could use like a reinforcement, like, you know, maybe younger legs, uh, a guy that's on the rise. Monaco could use a point guard, Period. Period. Like, you know, they had guys before, and, and you see how they struggle now. Madrid has, yo, Real Madrid got so many wing players that they could actually, you know, donate a few, like a half of them to the rest of the EuroLeague teams, and they would still have more than enough. 
And this is what I'm saying. Real is arguably the most talented in terms of like pure talent. Perhaps you'd go, you'd give them the edge. But when we're talking as a whole, as a unit, as, you know, when you have multiple guys playing in multiple positions and you know that you have a good 40 minutes of decision-making at point, you have good, listen, they're 13 and seven is when they still had a question mark, right? Regarding Isaiah Canaan that had some health issues a, a few rounds ago, right? And also, it took him time to get into rhythm. So just imagine how of a complete team they are. And that's my point. I mean, which which kind of goes to, I, I mean, for, for, for you know, my, my, my kind of like, you know, I, 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 I would rather give, Olympiacos is defense the credit than say than than to say that uh Real didn't show up. That that's that's what I'm you know that's that's kind of like my message is like Yeah, I get you. You know. You I know. understand. I I do. It's not like they didn't show up against, you know, whatever um uh, you know, Basconia or or you know, not to yeah. not to you know. But when you lose a game, when you're one of the big teams, when you're one of the top dogs, if you drop a game, you drop it against the number 18 team. Not against the you know not against the team that is in your level or your quality group that makes any sense. Um, I mean, you know, what we kind of need to watch out is you know so you know Real Madrid, uh, you know upcoming games, um, you know at Monaco, at Real, at uh, FS, you know the the bigger games. I mean, listen, they, they made enough ground. To make it to the playoff, I mean, I know no, it's no, certainly... no, 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 no. I I know, but your your point was your 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 point is kind of you know, you know, being you know not being able to to win at big teams, you know, and especially the FS game, you know, because FS is going to really kind of need that win because they're still oh. kind of you know lingering down there. Wow, you know, that's a, that's that's probably that's probably uh, not until round thirty one. Um, I guess maybe at Virtus, but you know, but really not until 31, where you have uh, Fenerbahce at home. You know, otherwise it's you know there's a lot of home games. I guess maybe at Shagiris, you know, but I I mean it seems that Shagiris, I mean if Shagiris can pull that one off, <laughs> you're like, <"Bah." laughs> yo, listen, if Shagiris put manages to pull this off on our live show from Countess. We are wearing green, you and I. If uh, they get, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to commit to that. But I'm just saying something you, green. You, I'm not you, saying you, come you. with a green suit or whatever. Okay, <laughs> I'm just in general, a Jalgiri scarf, whatever. Okay, we we gotta show them the respect. I mean, they're having a hell of a season. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I, I said, they're they're probably for me the story of the year. You know, other than the total chaos. <laughs> So let, let me get it so straight. Number one, I guess, total chaos. Number two is Shagiris. Okay, I think where you're going with this is, number one, if it hadn't for that 12-game losing streak by Alba. No, 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 no. I know. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Okay. So, Dave, I had this amazing idea. Yes. Okay, I think your league should change its anthem. Uh -huh. Okay, you're listening? You're going to love this one. You ready? Yes. Hold me close and hold me fast. The magic spell you cast. 
This is La on Rosa. Uh, you know, I uh, tip your hat to to singing that uh, for the listeners. That takes some uh, cojones. Ah, uh, come on. Nah, it's a beautiful song and everything else, but... It, it just hit me. It just hit me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like every game is like a warm hug embracing you. Yeah. I mean, what song would you heck, go? Heck, even that, even that, 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 that horrible game that we all said, you know, Milan was, was a good game. Home against against Asville. Yeah, first of all, it was a good game, and yeah. I would like to know. I mean, you you love the way, I, you know, I I sang it pretty damn good, didn't I? You didn't sing it bad. I appreciate you, and just so you know, I have a smoother shooting ability than my singing ability, and my singing ability was not that half bad. Your, your your singing ability was not bad. Yes, it, I I tell you that, um, I would not have been able to pull off that. Uh, I, my version of that would have been a lot worse. Your rendition, it's okay, you know. Yeah, I, I draw the line that you know scorpions like Queen Death is. I mean, I love them, but I just like I'm I'm unable to. Yeah. I, I do I, I, I do love me some like scorpions. I said that that take that take that took some guts so you know in what ways did it, did it my require some guts? I have to admit in what ways did it require guts no because that that's a very um it's a very mm -hmm. yeah sensual is 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 not from a you know it, it is a very sensual song you know and to you know to um to expose uh yeah to, to put so much so much um yeah pressure not but but to yeah I'm, I'm saying this really bad but you know i wouldn't have i would have i would have you know uh i wouldn't have i wouldn't have gone there but okay so and, i have another but like i said it was it was not bad at all okay so i have another option in that case you ready? I was born ready. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. I take the other one. Take yeah, other baby. One. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. <laughs> oh, I have no intention of doing so whatsoever. <laughs> no matter what. That was offensive, though, to be honest. That was very offensive. What? Don't take don't quit your day job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very truthful, uh, but offensive. Uh, it wasn't meant it wasn't meant as offensive. I know. It's just yeah. like you sing okay, but <laughs> uh, right? I don't know if I actually said that. I said you didn't sing bad. No, I know. I'm <laughs> oh come on. I sang better than what you expected from that game between Milan and Villarban. And the reason, yeah. by the way, I, I picked the Lavion Rose song at the beginning was just because there is just something so soothing about it, you know, but by how you sing that song and not, not necessarily the lyrics or, or the message that stands behind it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like yeah. the entire it's vibe yeah. you're getting, it's, yeah. And don't get me wrong, my like my musical range, like it varies from, you know, 
like both ends couldn't be as far as they are i think like from rock to to metal to oldies and goodies by the way very goodies if you ask me to friend songs to whatever if it sounds good hey here's a song for you here's a, here's an absolutely beautiful song okay tennessee waltz hmm. write it down i will listen to it later tennessee waltz from 1946 beautiful song absolutely okay. wonderful okay but i am a sucker for the 80s music what can i say yeah there was also some really bad <laughs> for hey, sure you get into my car oh uh, hell really? no hell nah you did not just do that get into my car yeah sleeping so, in my car i was so see that is another where are we going where are we going oh man like let's honestly land, let's land this thing okay for sure so you went from the ocean and i went straight to roxette because this is like you know the counterattack. um i would mm -hmm. say Villarban pretty much gave us a counterattack to uh, Milan's dreams of, of you know, their playoff dreams staying alive. And despite what coach Messina said, I am not that high on Milan's season coming to an abrupt and premature end, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm still not, you know, it's like you whenever still you... Alive. You mean they're it, still alive? It's in critical condition. I'll give you that. It's in critical yeah, condition. But, but listen, I don't. I really don't think any team is is out yet. You know. No, there are some teams. Come on, you don't expect Panathinaikos to make it right now. You do not expect Villarban to make it. You don't expect Alba. To, okay, Alba, you maybe. But in general, you know, the concept of Alba making the playoffs would be considered as a as a bloody surprise right now. Yeah. So. But Milan, it's like with those with set teams, Milan, Anadolu, FS, you're expecting them to that somehow, sometime, some like soon enough. Okay, well, wait. So, 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 you, so, which team do you think is actually in a better situation right now to make the playoffs, Milan or Alba? You're you're they're saying both, they're, you're they're, saying they're both at team? five. They're both at six six four. They're both at six and fourteen. So you're asking who's the team that is misleading and misguiding us the most? Of the two. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. At the situation where we're at, you know, whatever, you know, you know, Milan only had that short little winning streak. And, you know, they had a big, long losing streak. Alba was playing really well in that long losing streak. But, you know, we've seen, you know, Milan uh, Milan is still not healthy. Alba is is healthy. Yeah, but but Milan are going but, for Shabazz but, and the peer. They are going for him. Uh, I but, will but at, at the point where they're right now, who who do you think is in a better situation to make it to the playoffs? Um Alba or or Milan? I'll I'll go with talent. Without without sorry, really quick. So without saying, okay, you know, Alba, you know, one has a tiebreaker against this team or whatever, you know, just I will say this. I'm going with talent. And um even though Milan are pulling off a Milan in a spectacular manner, like we have yet to see them Milan themselves. For three years in a make three years straight, I cannot believe this is happening because you know finally we said, oh Milan, you know that they, they they got they found a rhythm finally. There is no way in hell they'll pull off a Milan, and lo and behold, they go and they. I will not say it now. I will wait for next episode to say it. But I'm just saying, in terms of talent, coaching, whatever, they are the team in a better position because 
what would surprise you the most? Me saying Milan are going to go on a six, seven game winning streak or Alba. I'm not saying in, in current form, if you, you know, put that into the, into the equation as well. Which one of the two would surprise you the most? Milan going on a six game winning streak based on roster alone. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why that would surprise me. Okay. Because I still don't see Milan being able to put up, let's say, 82 yeah. points a game. But they can play defense. Yeah, but unless they score 85 point, 82, 85 points a game, they're not going to win six games in a row. I guess. Whereas, whereas Alba, yeah, they will outscore you. And if they play just enough defense, whatever, I could see them pulling off a six-game winning streak. Okay. Then we'll because see. of that, because again, again, it's the lack of offense from Milan. But here's the thing: their lack of offense at the beginning, to me, anyways, anyhow, it was simply a matter of size and not having that balance coming off Siobhan Shields. And you could put up a case, and it it would be a good one, honestly. That you know, a lot of teams had a lot of absences, but sometimes there's that critical one. It's just like when we saw Anadolu Efes with. Serata Chanali and Anadolu Efes without him. Like, they were still good. Don't get me wrong. They were still very good. But sometimes a piece that looks to be not as significant. I'm not even going to say insignificant, insignificant because obviously he was very significant. Um, but some guys, they, they are worth a hell of a lot more than the numbers that he put up. And Siobhan Shields was a guy that can put up numbers. But I guess there was something that is, you know... He was the connecting link, I would say, in addition to being the glue guy. But and so, you know, the moment he was out and then you see Pangos and KP, like he's a he's a great offensive player. You know, he can lit you up in seconds. But I think that there was somewhat of a size issue because they had the firepower for sure. I think it was purely a, a size issue in the backcourt that kind of hurt them. You know, because there's like now there's no balance because Siobhan's out. And now, so again, but I don't want to judge them. I just want to, you know, let's talk Anadolu Efes because we are on the time here. We are on the clock. Anadolu Efes losing a game through Bayern Munich with Othello Hunter. And again, I do not want to hear a single, I do not want to hear a single person claims that Othello Hunter added the three-point shooting to his ability this year. No, it was there before. He could knock down shots. I'm not saying he was a stretch five by definition or a stretch four, but he was one of them guys that, you know what, you're going to put him, you're going to leave him free, you're going to gamble, you might get hit. You know what I mean? So, to me, the biggest surprise was they were down like 15, they managed to get a win. And for Anadolu, this is perhaps... But didn't we say that last week? Didn't we say something like the FS FS they lost a big lead, but they ended up winning, right? Last week, uh, no, two weeks ago, they they beat Barcelona. No. Like we said, that they were able to lose. No, but two game. weeks ago, they almost they lost a the big. They lead lost the game, but then they hold beat, on. Exactly, but then they beat Barcelona. So it's yeah, like you yeah, knew yeah. that the Barcelona game. Yeah, but our point our point our point last week was, or yeah, last week's show was, the conversation would be different if if they had lost that game against Barcelona and had yes. lost the lead. And they yes. actually did lose the lead this time to Bayern. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is what shocked me the most because this is definitely not a game that you can, especially if you're in the position on the Dolo is at right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, they don't have a lot of grounds to make, 
a lot of ground to make. They do not. It's okay. But there's something in their vulnerability that is alarming, not to the point where you're scared because you're still expecting them to somehow, like I said, one of the teams that you expect them to somewhat explode, to somewhat, you know, hit their strides and anytime soon hit their stride and, and, you know, really get it going. I mean, losing to, with all the respect to Byron, right? Uh, because Trinka is like, he's a freaking wizard. No doubt about it. To me, it's like after you get a win against versus like, no, against it was at Barcelona. You cannot allow yourself. It's like this. Now, this is something you did not expect. This is by far the biggest surprise. And if you were to ask me, like if Anadolu ends up not making it to the playoffs, which this I do not see, I think this is the game. This is like the critical game, the critical game that kind of tipped the scales in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a big lead that you end up not winning, not, not holding. I, you know, it's not even the lead. And... It's not even the lead. That's the thing. It's not even the lead. And if if last year we got the, do you remember Iron Man? The I think it was the second movie, where uh, I'm not a Marvel guy, so sorry. Oh man, it's like I made you bleed. So now they look human. You know, last year they they were looking human, and all of a sudden, they are more than human right now. They are an extremely vulnerable human. That's my point. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Uh... Six and four at home, you know. Wow, that Six is that is impressive, and not from the good side of impressive. Like I, I just saying, like a a few good minutes ago. What? Say it. No, I'm not. I have nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> It's it's a it's an interesting. I'm, I'm I'm still not worried. You know, I think we said even if they had lost that game last week, Barcelona. Yeah, but there's a difference. Been worried. I, I'm still not worried. Dave, okay, I'm not. Bayern, I'm not but... saying I'm worried. I'm not yeah. saying I'm worried. I'm just saying there's a a huge difference between losing to Barcelona on the yeah. road yeah. Uh, when you are on uh, you know when you're climbing a mountain to losing a game at home to Bayern Munich. Okay, it, it could have been any other team like Villarban, or you know they could have lost to Villarban. All right, but you can listen. But listen to this, right? So they're 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 ten and ten outside the playoffs, but they're three games away from first place. I mean, you know what? If we just wait enough, it will all begin to make sense. You know what I mean? I got no other. But could, but, but but listen, you could see it. F. I mean, we just talked about uh, Alba or Milan reeling off six in a row you could totally see fs running off six in a row enough with the alba running six no 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 no, no. i'm saying you know if you if you if you give them six and oh now right like from yeah. this point on they're 16 and 10 they might be in like that second spot like the not the second spot but they you know fighting they might for be... home court advantage they might be they they could be at a home court advantage you know they could be in fourth place with six straight wins uh how how uh is that famous saying goes that if ifs and maybes could <laughs> i know you i know i understand your point yeah man come on it's like what if what if i really was a seven footer okay what yeah, if you you you'd have a different job maybe maybe not you know we never know I go with probably I would have been on the court, but yeah, 
it is what it is. You know, it, right. it, it hit else? me this week earlier, earlier this week when I was like, I was watching a bunch of seven footer running up and down the floor, right? And then it hit me like, yeah, I was at the Maccabi Alba game. Mm-hmm. And some of the guys there were like asking me if I remember who was the tallest big man to play in the EuroLeague. Now, as much as it was a difficult question to ask, because the first name that came to mind was the guy that played for uh, Parties on Belgrade in the 2009-2010 season. Okay. Uh, Varnish, I think. He was like 229. Uh, mm-hmm. I-, I think maybe there were taller guys, maybe, but off the bat, this was like the name I came up with. What's, that I Boban? Thought of. What's Boban? Oh, 221, 23, I think. Not, not more. But my point is, 224 is what he's think about think of the the mobility that a guy like varnish had back then and to the mobility that you see a guy like tibor plies has and like just think about in terms of like evolution of seven footers throughout the years and their skill set and what they can do different and how amazing is that yeah it's a different game man different not just a different game I'm just saying, even even the way they run up and down the floor, even that. Yeah. I mean, think of of like the difference back then. You know, it will make it even more special. Like how rare of of a unicorn, as if a unicorn isn't rare enough, right? Paul Gasol was, for example. When you see a guy like Duenius that they had on the team, that's my point. That that is that is crazy, crazy, impressive, and I dare you. To try and persuade me otherwise. Like, try. I dare not. You dare not. Again, what I thought. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Um, You're not connected to your musical side today. I will I'm not, uh, I'm not going, I'm not going for that. What are you going for then? Is it Kryptonite by Three Doors Down, Here Without You? Is it uh, A Place for My Head by Linkin Park? Is it In uh, the yeah, End? I don't, have any, I don't have any songs in my head right now. Oh, man. Is it the Crockett theme for uh, Miami Vice? Is it what? Hans Zimmer? Any one of his amazing tunes? What is it? Oh, man. I... Jimi Hendrix. I get back. I give you Tennessee Waltz earlier, so that's. Yeah, I know. I know. You gave me ten, and you wanted before the show to talk of like you, you tried to do to. Uh, you 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 were talking about Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not a heavy metal man, and that, but that was you know that was back in my day when I was just like a big hit and stuff like that. And yeah, I know yeah. Scorpions. Don't. Do. don't uh, what would we what say this song was called? Which one? Don't break my heart. Don't break my heart. Or no, that is Tony Braxton. Unbreak yeah, I know. Heart. That's what I'm trying hey, to love me again. Undo this. Uh, yeah. Kickstart. Kickstart my heart. Kickstart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. And then yeah. we went to Roxette again. Yeah. You always go back to Roxette. I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just specifically. And that specific, you know, particular time. Yes, I did. Yeah. I will take responsibility for it. Yeah. However. So, I mean, you know, let's, let's get back to basketball because we really got to get, uh, to the games of the week. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, unless there's any other, you know. No, I mean, listen, the Monaco game. Surprise of the week. Well, you said your surprise was was. Oh, week. for sure, Anadolu. Um, yeah. Like you know, Valencia getting the win eventually. 
nothing stands uh-huh. out the the most like the 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 two things i think that are uh worth mentioning the most or actually three were like how madrid looked against olympiacos in that particular game how did yeah. how, okay so well how, how did sorry i'll let you finish sorry the uh madrid. yeah the win of jalgaris over Zvezda because it was with a, a very nice comeback in addition to them losing two more guys this week, which makes it a hell of a lot more interesting in terms of how long will they be able to keep that up. And the Anadolu loss, because, you know, nothing stands out, like, in general, in, in general that you can say, wow. Like, uh, yeah, Monaco, you expected them to put up a fight against Fenner. I, I kind of expected Maccabi to beat to beat Alba Berlin. I was somewhat well, surprised. Well, it was what, just 13. What, what, what makes us, what made both of us get hook line and sinker and pick basconia over barcelona because with basconia it's like it's a 50 50 situation whether or not they hit their threes exactly it's like whether they're because if they catch fire early on you're done if they don't they're in for they are in for a long night yeah that's why it's 50 50 they were playing well at home i think they were like yeah Exactly. And this is like Ari's thing. Is that right? Eight and nine. Yeah, they were eight and one at home. Yeah, so now they are eight and two, and Maccabi are the best home team in the competition with nine and one. Yeah, but they're also tied for the worst record on the road. Yes, they are. (laughs) So I don't mean to burst your butt. No, it's okay. It's a game of extremes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And that tests us for next week, baby. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, you know, these were my three points, I think, in, in terms of like what was really surprising because, uh, I mean, you know, Panathinaikos was putting up a fight against Virtus. I mean, yeah, impressive, but, you know, at the end, Virtus got the win, right? So it's like, eh. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. But, so all right, let's, let's go to the next week then. Let's go to the Game Center version 21.0, right? So, uh, ah, okay, version 21, round 21. Yeah, yeah exactly. Man. This is like the 21st version of the game center. Yeah. So, by the way, we are just ahead of a, another double rounder. Not this one, obviously. Next week is a double rounder, just so you know. So, be ready. Okay, so the split is uh, for this week is uh, five and four. Five games on the Thursday card, four games on the Friday card. Thursday, there's the Spanish El Clasico with Real Madrid hosting Barcelona. We have Alba Berlin hosting Valencia. Monaco versus Milan. Oh my God. There's Panathinaikos hosting Jalgeris. Yikes. Yep. We have Villarban, Fenner, and then on the Friday card, Zvezda Partizan. Yes. We have Basconia Nadolu FS. Yes, again. Olympiacos Maccabi Tel Aviv. Give me another Hells Yes. And Bayern Virtus. I mean, now you see what I said. What I said. I mean, it is, it's just like you're looking at the at the schedule and you're and you're like, ah oh, man, life's good, ain't it? It's the gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. Exactly. So, your two games to watch and your nine picks, please, baby. Uh, I'm going Real Madrid, Barcelona, two teams in first place. Uh, 
uh, tied for the best record. Let's say at least that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna do the Belgrade Derby. Um, no. Yeah, I think that this summer. Be, I think that might be a decent game. Okay, I feel uh, so. Home as a picks, I'm doing Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. I'm doing Alba over Valencia. I'm doing Monaco over over Milan. I'm doing Chagiris and Fenerbahce on the road. I haven't marked down my X for Svesdor Partizan yet. Um, what happened in the first game? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, I think it was a buzzer beater by uh, Nemanja Nedovic. Oh, man. And that was at the Stark Arena. The lovely I'm Stark sorry. Arena. Is it is this going to be played at Stark Arena or is this or in the... I think it's at the Hala Pioneer, which is also named now, actually currently named the Alexander Nikolic Hall. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Alexander uh, Nikolic. Um, yeah. Let's go. No, I'm, I want to go partisan. I think I want to go partisan. So you're going I'm lose that one, but I want to go partisan. You're going retaliation style. Yeah. And now, uh, Anadula, FS, and then um, uh, Olympiacos. You're, picking, and, and you're picking a home win, uh, uh, a road win for Anadolu FS over Basconia? Yes, I am. Okay. All right, your turn. What's where, the re- where are your O's going? Wait, what's the record, the Anadolu record on the road this year? And- uh, four and six. Hot damn! Not good. The over their overtime record is zero and one. Their what now record is zero and one? Overtime. Overtime record. Can you tell me what team has the most overtime games this year? And it's not it. Uh, it's almost not even close. There's only one team that has more than two. Otherwise, one team that has more than two. Well, there's two teams. Monaco? Yep. Yes. But they don't have the most games. Really? They're they're two and one. Okay. The other the other team has four overtime games. Say what? Say what? No, seriously. Um Panathinaikos. All right, your turn. Where are your O's going for on my on my okay. cheat sheet? Okay. First of all, I'll pick the uh, obviously Spanish El Clasico on Thursday, yep. and I'm you know obligated to watch Olympiacos Maccabi. Um, but another game I would recommend for sure to watch. I mean, you know, it, it's just like it goes without saying. You should go with the uh, Derby of Belgrade, uh, the Kalmegdan Derby. But straight up, I would go and say go watch Basconia Anadolu FS because it is a must win for Anadolu. It is a must win for them. Uh, at least a road game. But all right, where your where your where your O's going? I got X's. You got O's. Okay, I'm going with Barcelona on the road, Alba Berlin at home, Monaco, Panathinaikos, Fener. Oh. Um. Zvezda, Basconia, Olympiacos, Virtus. Oh, you're very home heavy. Six and three. Yeah, I'll let you in the little secret. I found it out. I found it. Like, for sure, I had some help. I will not expose my source. But, yeah, there is a reason. So we have two, three, four, five different games. Yeah. 
We do. Somebody's going to look really good next week, or, and somebody's going to look really bad next week. Listen, no one can compete with the uh, I'm going home heavy, and you jinxed the living crap out of the competition that week. That was a heavy 8-2. and two. Heavy 8-2. and 8-2. Two. I think that. so. Yeah, you went heavy on the on, on one side, and it was like almost the complete opposite. All right. I mean, listen, I fumbled yeah. the ball as bad as you have in the past. Don't 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 feel bad about it. I I don't feel bad. I mean, this this, this year you can't pick anything. Yeah, for sure. That that, anything, that is a given. You know, with, without you know, with any sort of conviction. Definitely, I I, I fully support this message. Okay, and um, so I guess I mean it's time, doesn't it? It's it's time to uh, to do that thing we do, you know, breaking our listeners' hearts into a million pieces, like we always do. By saying goodbye. <laughs> By saying goodbye. Uh, I mean, I could go air supply here. I could take it to uh, to Queen, uh, just like you know. But we will rock you, and, and we've paid our dues time after time. Uh. Anyways, Dave, tell our lovely and beloved listeners where can they find you? Uh, easiest place. I do a lot of different other writing and stuff like that, but easiest place to find me is on Twitter, and that is H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S, Hind News. That's the easiest place to find me. Sing it along so they'll, you know, it'll be easier to remember. H-H-H-H-E-E-N-N-N-N-N-N-N. High news. And as ever, you can find Aris Barkas at the various social media platforms of uh, Your Hoops and his personal one, his personal handle on Twitter is at rbarkas. Emmett uh, is at Balling Europe, the various ones on social media, and mine is at MosesB1. And also there's the show's account, which is at EL Sweet 16 Show. So with that being said, I think there's no better time than now uh, than to say goodbye. Until next time. Great pass from Diomatidis. The lob is done. go, 40 minutes to a title. Spinellas drives inside, looks for the alley oh! Corey Higgins just exploding. Euroleague Sweet 16, exactly what you need.